Slade, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Finger Guns Podcast. How are you doing? My name is Roscoe. I do hope you are all well. I am joined, of course, by Miles Thompson. Hello there. Hello there. Channeling, mate, in that open one again. Yeah, I knew you were waiting to do that, haven't you? <laughs> I love it. I love it. How are you, sir? I'm all right, thank you. It's been a very productive day and uh, lots of good games out this week. So it's been it's been very nice, thank you. Yeah, you've had a busy, busy old gaming week, haven't you? I have. It's been exceptionally busy. It's been nice. Nice, <laughs> nice. Games I've stuff. really wanted to play as well, so that's been cool. Excellent. Cut! Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. How are you? Well, I'm just groovy. <laughs> I'm I'm so groovy too. Good, good. How's your week been? Yeah. Um, I've got nothing much to report at all, really. Cool. Very boring week. I'm Glad not like Miles at all. <laughs> <laughs> nice, good stuff. And of course, the game delayer, the platform killer, Toby Anderson. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, sir. Uh, thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm. I've, I've had a busy, busy day today. Busy weekend. Clearing my house. We're trying to do viewings and things, um, and a baby at the same time. So it's all been a bit manic. But hopefully, I'll make it through the pod. Are you moving house? Uh, well, we're putting it on the market. Ah, okay. So that's, we should that's see very grown up. Jesus. No, uh, yeah. put it on the market. Yeah. <laughs> I do grown up things these days. Yeah. Right. Good for you. I know. And finally, oh my God, it's Greg Hicks. Hello. Hello, sir. Live from Cambridge. Yeah, because we're being back. Welcome back. Your life has changed somewhat since you were here last. Yeah, I've moved like 200 miles away. Mm. Got my nose pierced. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know about that. That's, so a, that's I, brand new information. I did an adult thing and moved out of my hometown. And I regressed back to my teenage years by getting the first piercing I've had in about 14 years. <laughs> Well, now, like now the like, parents aren't around. I like, like, keep, I like to keep it. Yeah. I, I do what I want, man. <laughs> I, like, I like to keep it juxtaposed. True. 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 Good stuff. Uh, rather than How are you? Oh, well, thanks for asking, man. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Yes. Had a nice week. Um, work is good. Life is good. Cannot complain. Cannot complain. All is well. So let's kick off with our games of the week. I'll go from the top. Miles Thompson, in all the games that you've played, what is your game of the week? I think this will be a surprise to absolutely no one that mine is dying like two. No way! <laughs> I know, right? Can you believe it? I'm um, surprised. I know. I think everyone is. It's an absolute shocker. Uh, so it's actually good. Um, like, I think I was one of the few who was genuinely very excited for this, and it's lived up to every expectation I had for it, really. Uh, I'm about just under six hours in now, and I've barely even scratched the surface. I haven't even done... Like, I haven't even unlocked the ability to do, like, most of the optional side content aside from, like, basic side quests at this point. Um, so it's a very big game. Like, the map world isn't huge, but there is a lot to do. Sorry, Toby, were you going to say something? Oh, no, I was actually just checking my mute was working. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you on mute, and I was like, do you have a like question? Just went, like, like, Toby sat with the finger raised, going, Oh, actually, <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I think you'll find no. I've got nothing, nothing at all. I thought you were going to be like only six hours, pathetic. Um, I thought it was five hundred hours. I mean, I mean, I literally have basically only started it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it is very big. So the map world isn't actually huge, um, but there's like a lot to do. It's very dense. It's very typical tech land. Like if you've ever played like Dead Island or the previous Dying Light, like whenever you interact with NPCs, it does this weird thing where like the camera zooms into them a little bit. And then they move, but you're just completely static. It's like this really weird interaction thing. 
Um, so there's still like some of those quirks are still there. Um, I haven't had any bugs yet, which I'm surprised that given the reviews and reports of it, I haven't had a single bug. The parkour is absolutely phenomenal. Like it is so much fun. And it's one of those, you know, like how we all raved about how in Spider-Man, like you don't even want to fast travel because the actual traversal and swinging around the sea was so good. Like dying like two nails that as well. It's got that same feeling of like, oh, there's not really any fast travel, but I don't care because I wouldn't want to use it anyway. Like you can just kind of like jump and dip and fly through the air and stuff, like doing all these crazy parkour moves and vaulting up anything you want. And it's got this really cool dynamic aspect to it where during the day, all of the zombies are like hidden away inside buildings. So like you can't go venturing into places um, indoors because you'll get absolutely swarmed and destroyed immediately. And then at night, everything is more dangerous. Like, especially if you go down on like the streets, all the zombies then spill out. So you have to like avoid being on the streets as much as possible. So the game completely like tunnels you into using the parkour mechanics really well. And it's great. It's just absolutely brilliant. The combat's nice and chunky. It's got a bit more depth to it than I think some people have given it credit for. It's much better than Dead Island. Um, the story is a bit okay so far like interacting with npcs for side quests and stuff is a bit pointless and the dialogue is a bit shit but some of them can be quite amusing there's one very early on about like a dude trying to figure out how to fence in a goat with an electric fence and it goes horribly wrong and it's quite amusing um but they've all got like that waxy kind of strange look to them um but the game is absolutely gorgeous like the draw distance is huge and the game looks beautiful so I've thoroughly enjoyed my six hours so far and I'm looking forward to spending the next 460 hours, whatever it might be, uh, doing the rest of it. Nice, nice. I've seen, I mean, it's got very mixed reviews. Hmm. It's um, it's going to be interesting to see how you feel about it in like 36 hours or 46 hours. Yeah. Because people were playing, like, I've been playing this game for 60 hours and I still haven't seen half of it. <laughs> no, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently you only unlock, there's like two like sets of like districts for the world map and you start in three of them and apparently you only unlock all the other ones after about 10, 15 to 20 hours which lines up to where i am at the moment Man. um so this is a this is a big game like it's it's you're going to get your money's worth like graphically gameplay wise all the stuff that you can do it's a bit like ubisoft games before they became so boring <laughs> if that makes sense um sure. and not as in like in a slight way but just like that template became so reused everyone got used to it but like it feels like it's the same template but just done very very well and it's really enjoyable with all the parkour included i'm glad it lives up to your expectations sir yeah i love it so far but yes i'll report back in 30 hours time <laughs> uh cat your game of the week uh this isn't really a game of the week that i've liked because it's my game of the week it's more just a game that i played this week most <laughs> Um, and the other one I can't talk about. Sure. Um, so the game of the week is The Tree of Ranchuna. And I feel like I'm not doing that the right justice. What the fuck have I don't count as shit? <laughs> um, we've been calling it The Tree of Chihuahua because we, I just my autocorrect is that's exactly what it goes to. And I was really looking forward to this game. I don't know why. I must have been on some sort of, I don't know. I was supposed to have been high and not known it when I did it because wow I I just I really thought I would enjoy it It doesn't look half bad and the description really sells it I really love games that are going to start to be like oh it tests society and it's all about unfairness it's about mental health blah 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 blah. I'm like yeah I'll give that a go um and it's a walking simulator and credit to them it actually looks really cool like there's some really intricate 
designs that they've they've kept in like they like are just like shit like the torch glare and like there's like gemstones in a cave and for some reason it's like the smallest of details are the best bits about the game um but there's not really anything to it and I know it's a walking simulator and therefore I know that you're not really supposed to have a lot to it other than walking around but like give me a fucking story I have no idea what happened. It's about two and a half hours long. And I know what happened, but I don't really know why. And I don't really know how. And I don't really care. Because there was just really big blocks of nothingness happening. And it was just like, but before it started to talk to me again, I'd actually forgotten. It had been like a good 15 to 20 solid minutes before it had said anything to me. And some environments look so similar, you end up turning yourself around through exploration. And I realised like halfway through 20 minutes later I was going backwards on myself there's nothing to collect there's nothing to read you don't meet anybody <laughs> what what oh and I really wanted to like it and I'm so sorry because I actually think it isn't badly um I quickly as I was writing because I've started writing a review quickly quickly it was just like am I mental am I and I just looked at the score on Steam and it's been rated somewhat highly on Steam and I'm like why I didn't read the comments. I, I, I didn't want to go into it. But yeah, um, I don't get it. Maybe I'm missing some. Maybe there's like a really big, I don't know, place that I didn't go to. But I don't think there is because really all you can do is go forward. <laughs> and mm. there's not much more else than that. You know, when you play like the likes of Edith Finch and it's like story, 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 story. And it's really like emotive and there's lots to do. And there's lots to collect and read and look around at. That's beautiful. That's, you know, great walking simulator. Yeah, uh, it is a, is a 10 out of 10. Miles. If you say so. Um, I wouldn't agree with that. <laughs> but. Wow. <laughs> Uh, but it is a really good game and then I played this game and I was just a bit and I really really wanted to like it based on its description sounds really cool mm. um, just didn't love it sorry I've spent the last week googling every now and again tree of chihuahua trying to find <laughs> what the fuck this game is right because at no point had anyone on slack ever written the real name of the game <laughs> sorry times <laughs> it's um what is it the, the dead tree of ranchiuna ranchiuna yeah, yeah. Rank, rank tuna comes up as my yeah, the, dead, yeah. the, dead the dead tree of, of rank tuna. tuna rank tuna yeah nice. rank tuna yeah the dead tree of rank i think it's ranch oh i don't I'm know looking at the screenshots i never would have touched it with a barge bomb so yeah i must have i felt like i was a bit on crack i'm honest with you um yeah i don't know so some of it was really i thought it was going to be like I don't know what I thought it was going to be. I, I feel like the dead, tra- dead tree of Chihuahua might have been more fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like it would have been a bit. I might make that game. I just can, might can make... we have like little tiny Chihuahua Dogs. gods yeah. on a on a yeah. on a tree? Totem. Yeah, little yeah, totems like of little Chihuahua totems gods. As you walk to... Also, spoiler alert: there ain't a fucking tree. Oh, I bet there is. <laughs> have you finished? I finished it. There is a tree, <laughs> but there's not really much significance around the tree. Is it's... it dead? Well, yeah, yeah. There we go. Is. Come on. <laughs> it's just yeah i I don't know it might as well i don't know anyway i don't want to be like total bitch about the game but i guess i have been Mm, it's a bit too late for that now i think yeah a bit too late for that i'm really sorry um i just didn't enjoy it as much as i wanted to my bad so that's a hearty recommendation for the dead tree of rancher (laughs) Unit on the finger guns podcast (laughs) uh toby anderson good sir what is your game of the week and so if, uh, if you've been listening for a long time, you may remember before Christmas, um, Kat and I and Miles had a little challenge about what games we hadn't played that the others thought were just like 
crimes against gaming <laughs> that you hadn't played. Um, <laughs> and uh, my one for Kat was uh, Plague Tale Innocence, which she played, what was it, about a month and a half ago? Longer um, than that now. Yeah, now. It was a few months back at least. Yeah. Um, and mine was meant to be Life is Strange, um, which I've not been able to play for a while and I'm not not forked out for so um but this week uh life is strange remastered and uh before the storm as well remastered has come out um i managed to get a completely free copy by signing up to stadia and then and not paying for it for a month because you get a free month and then i'll just cancel it <laughs> at the end of february um i get the shortest month so i did did hit myself there with, with the shortest month there is but still supposedly stadia is going down the pan anyway so what what am i losing really um and Life is Strange, really, really interesting game. I'm glad I've played it now. Um, I, uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's a heavy rain sort of style game, you know, like that sort of until dawn, heavy rain, a few of those sort of, you make lots of little choices and, and, and walk around a few places, but it's very, very minimal gameplay, lots more about choice and narrative. Um, and it's about two girls who are investigating the disappearance of another girl um, in this place like a, called Arcadia Bay, which is like a little, little American town on the beach. Um, and yeah, it's just really, really interesting. It starts going totally into 13 Reasons Why territory, like quite emotive, quite graphic, and a little difficult to watch. And then it starts going really sci-fi and really timey-wimey, crazy crap. Um, and uh, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I don't have to wait for the episodes as well, which is great fun. So I can just go straight to the next episode the next night um, and didn't have to wait like they did when it first came out originally. Um, but yeah, it's cool. We've been talking about it, haven't we, Miles and Kat? We've been talking about suspects and we've been talking about, um, which I got right, but not all that far before it was revealed. <laughs> yeah. um, we tried to stay got... really neutral. Yeah. yeah. On Toby's excitement no spoilers, discovery. Which is good. Like, I have um, an opinion, but also no opinion whatsoever. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's been fun. Um, and I'll, uh, I'll hopefully uh, finish off because I'm, I'm on episode five, the end, the end episode now, but I probably Ooh. won't finish it until tomorrow. Um, and then I'll start on before the storm. So glad you like well. it. I was really worried you'd turn up to this podcast and be like, what yeah. were you two talking about? Miles, <laughs> yeah. one of your favorite games ever. Get over yourself. See, I, I, there are bits of it that I'm like, there's not enough gameplay here that that I would, you know, really go for this kind of game. And I'm quite glad I got it for free just, just in case <laughs> I had that problem. Um, so so there there are bits that it's not it's not really me, but um in terms of narrative, it's a it's a very cool, very clever idea for a game, and I quite enjoy it. I still think the soundtrack's one of like the best. Soundtrack's quite fun. Yeah, yeah. There's some nice mellow tracks in there, aren't there? That's good stuff. It's interesting that Stadia got it for free. Yeah, I don't know how Google put that. Life is, well, I suppose it's their. You know, it might be their last deal for free games. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Um, It's uh, yeah. It's definitely if if anyone's listening, you know, just sign up for Stadia. You can play the whole thing through. It's brand new. What the first of February this this month. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's great. Good deal. What are you saying you're not gonna stay signed up the Stadia Pro? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna sign up now. It's certainly better than this time last year when there was like six games on Pro. Whereas yeah. now there's a there's a, a metric ton more. You can that's... buy um loads of stuff. Mm-hmm. You can buy you can buy loads of games, like almost any game. I could think of in the in the last couple of months, I could buy it on it. But the whole, the whole point was, you, you know, 
you stream them, but it's not a it's not a Game Pass. It's not a um, you know like a rental subscription service. It's a subscription, but you buy it on top. So uh, yeah. that that part of it doesn't work for me at all. Yeah, that's why it hasn't worked. I think. Yeah, it's very difficult to sell to people. Exactly. Um, anyway, anyway. Uh, finally, Greg, what have you been playing this week, sir? Uh, I've been playing a bit of Guardians of the Galaxy that Toby sold me, and I'm quite enjoying it. It's a it's little like arena shoot 'em ups split up with walking sections where they all quip at each other. It's what you expect. It's quite entertaining. I've been playing a bit of Dirt Five because it's it was free on Plus, and obviously now we've got the PS5 version. It was the PS5 version free? I can't remember. Either way, I've been playing. That it was the on Plus, yeah. It was the PS5 version, right? Okay. Um, yeah, it looks nice and shiny. I I do really want an OLED TV, but um, yeah, it's nice. And it's the only game that's made me actually enjoy the adaptive trigger feedback because everything else has just been, I just fucking hate it. But no, it's actually quite cool, like that kind of feedback with the triggers. But no, my, my game of the week is my review game, so I'll keep it short and sweet. My game of the week is Ollie Ollie World, and I absolutely love it. It is the most darling little game, but it's also... It's Cuphead. It's the skateboarding equivalent of Cuphead. So instead of saying it's the Dark Souls of skateboarding games, it's the Cuphead of skateboarding games. It looks so cool. Like everything's cool. Like it's like a Cartoon Network thing. Like everyone looks like an Adventure Time or an Amazing World of Gumball character. Um, and it's great. And there's like a little story to it. But oh my god, are some of the levels hard? In my in my review, I said that I was on World Two of Five. And since that's gone up, I actually finished the main like story path, as it were. And they just they just get so insane, like lightning fast reflexes where you've got to grind and wall ride to three different things in, in like the space of a second or you fail. Um, you can get checkpoints and levels, but you lose your combo and all that kind of shit. But yeah, I finished the main story and then you meet the skate god and he's like, cool, I've put more challenges in the levels now. Go back and do them. You're like, sorry, what? <laughs> I mean like trials did it like when you get so far on trials it's like cool you now can unlock platinum rank medals and if you've already done that then it'll unlock the ones you've done but yeah you, you go to courses and have platinums on there uh you meet Radisius the uh Radisius I mean uh the god and like level one for example the first course his challenge on there is uh do it without like there's like little kicker ramps to obviously ramp off things yeah it's like don't touch any of the ramps like so you've got to try and ollie before you get to a ramp to clear the stairs uh, oh it's just it's not impossible i'm sure someone can do it but the fact that the platinum trophy on that game has got a 0.0 unlock rate says it all yeah yeah it's it's one of those games you know like you, you it's so annoying but you want to keep going it's one of those I remember playing the first Ollie Ollie. I had it for review, like way back in like the PS Gamer days, I think. Yeah. And yeah, you can imagine my frustration. I'm very difficult. I struggle with these games a lot. Um, especially stuff like Tony Hawk's and um, Trials, like you said. Um, I have very little patience for it. <laughs> so, I uh, no, I can relate. Like it's you've got to put the time in. It's any game really. Is. That's why I platinum the big S and Bloodborne and that. Like you've got to put time in. And as I said on my review, I got really good at Trials HD before it opened up to like the world um leaderboards and stuff like that um i had ollie ollie 2 on vita i think because it was a, a again it was a free one and i got so far and just went nope but i think because ollie ollie world has the characters and like the silliness to it i just felt compelled to do it 
and uh yeah like i i gave it a 10 out of 10 because i i can't find fault with it because so like you can't find fault with a game that's hard because that's just dumb yeah absolutely that's down to you not the game's fault yeah. if it's broken then you can find fault with it but yeah um so yeah my my game of the week has been my review game good old ollie ollie world which is out on tuesday yeah you can uh, read greg's review right now on fingerguns.net you should I, I can spell words good and everything he can he's he's very very good okay at what he does i'm sorry uh, yeah you are you're, you're very okay <laughs> <laughs> uh all right then uh what have i been playing i've been playing uh the second part of the uncharted um legacy of Thieves collection i've been playing through lost legacy um, the Lost Legacy is, as everyone knows, it's like the shorter version of Uncharted 4. Um, and it's 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 fine, you know, having a great time. It's a nice addition to the collection. Um, it's all part of uh, all part of the same old thing. So uh having a great time with it. And uh yeah, that's about it, really. I haven't really played a lot because I've been uh, I've been working, I've been ill, I've been out. So I suppose I haven't really been playing all that much, except for the obvious ones, which I won't go into because no one cares. But uh, yeah, um, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection has been what I've been playing recently. And I think Ethan Lawrence has just convinced me to play Final Fantasy IX. I don't know how people feel about that. Is Final Fantasy IX a good, a good place to kick in? Because me as a Final Fantasy, pretty much a noob, I've played seven remake through and that's it. So where, where do you stand on Final Fantasy IX? Nine is good. Nine is like if... Um around the time me and Greg got into all of these seven and eight were our favorites absolute favorites and then nine comes very quickly after them in those days and it was a real change of scene because it was a really fantasy based rather than not sci-fi based but if you don't mind you know the actual black majors being characters and you know the actual um sort of much more fantasy setting then it's really fun there are there are some weird characters in that one there's a lot of you know like rat people and the weird knights, the fat, fat knight and stuff. Um, and there's a character called Queena. It's basically like a frog thing with a tongue that's on your team as well. It's a very odd game, but it's also, you know, probably the most sort of quaint and charming of the Final Fantasies. Um, it's, it's, probably, it's not that hard and it's not that long. So yeah, maybe it is quite a good, um, a good way in. There's some hmm. stuff that's difficult towards the end, of course, like there always is in these things, but sure. it's not the longest Final Fantasy, that's for sure. Okay, interesting. I should check it out. I oh. found it on uh, PlayStation now, so I'll uh, hmm. give it give it a old download and give it a go. Sweet, something to play before Horizon comes out, I guess. Oh, will you manage it in one week, though? Oh my god, it's so close! <laughs> I, think I, man- so I think I managed it in two weeks when I was like playing it day in day out as a teenager. I could, uh, yeah, Final Fantasy yeah. Nine. Yeah. yeah, I could get really sucked into it and think, you know, what, Horizon can wait. I'm going to finish this thing. Oh yeah. But yeah, that seems unlikely. But we'll see. You should Sorry. play Final Fantasy VIII. It's much better. <laughs> Maybe I will. I think. I think you know. Sean's not, Sean's not here to argue that, so I win. Fair. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Eight is definitely. Uh, yeah, I think that's on now as well. So it's also on the list for sure. Yeah. Get into nine, but uh, yeah, see, see how it goes. So yeah, not much to report really this week, but uh, a good old tread back down through Uncharted. Right. It is time for another cat quiz. Oh, the first cat quiz of uh, the Toby and Greg era. Right, uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, now I'm a bit annoyed because <laughs> <laughs> because I genuinely thought it would just be us three tonight. So I was like, I'm going to do something completely different. I'll do like a head-to-head, like 
thing. So I don't well, need buzzers. We can sit out if you want no, to. No, 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 no. Because, because everyone can do it, but it just might be a bit convoluted. That's all. Uh, but just know this was this is not my normal quiz setup. It's normally much more chaotic than this. It's probably just going to be fine. <laughs> so, no chaos. Oh. So no chaos. chaos. That's need to destroy chaos. chaos. I need Sorry. chaos. <laughs> um, so with our recent kind of Metacritic um i guess predictions for the future and also just yeah just that little fun game that we've been doing we've also on our slack for anybody who doesn't know who's listening is that we are keeping track of who is right with all the metric predictions over the next year um and i thought it would be fun initially. and who's who who's currently top oh i me that would be me that yeah so me i'm currently top which is a surprise i really didn't think i'd be top because there were some games where i was like never fucking heard of that game in my life um let's just but we played higher or lower which is a bit different because anyway so i thought i'd do the same but for kind of older games you know and test your knowledge on where oh, you boy. think it stands today on metacritic Okay. Um, so okay. what I'm going to do is I'm not going to have any buzzers. I'm going to call your name out at random and you're going to give me a number. What I'll do is I'll give you the um, game title and then I'll give you the console because, I've, you know, there's multiple consoles and it'd be like, that felt fair, that was on Switch. You know, like, so, <laughs> um, I'm just going to do it that way. How does that sound? That's good. Let's do it. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Convoluted, confusing. Chaos. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hopefully, it works out. Yeah, I'm not going to do the Slack thing because that will be chaotic. I think Sean just can handle that a bit better. I think I'm just going to shout name out. Okay. So the very first one, question one, is Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS4. Ross, give me a answer. Ninety-one. Toby. Ninety-two. Miles. Eighty-eight. Greg? 89. Oh, Greg, you smashed that one. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> he uh, comes back. Here we go. He's coming back. That's yeah, it. Greg's that's back it. in straight away. <laughs> First answer right. Uh, question two is Rocket League and on the PS4. Uh, Greg, start with you. 86. Uh, Miles? 82. Ross? 84. And Toby. Toby's on mute. Toby's on Google. <laughs> 88. <laughs> if he got that right there, I'd have been like, you're disqualified. No, no. I was looking at baby. Oh, <laughs> You've got one of those, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've like an adult and shit. Um, so, uh, Greg and Ross, you were both one point apart, so I'm going to give it to you both. Oh, okay. Um, it was 85. Okay. Yeah. Greg, you are in the lead. Miles, you're not on the board. Toby, you're not Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. At least there's no Nintendo questions so far. Well, and do you know what, Miles? You'll be happy to know there's not one Sonic question in here either. Oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so the next one, question three, is Call of Duty Vanguard on the PS5? Ooh. Toby? Um, 79. Ross? 77. Greg? 73. Miles. 80. Goes to Greg again. He nailed that one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> On the fucking note. He is like wow. an archer. He is Aloy I'm right just, now. I'm just lowering scores for Call of Duty games. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next one is Life is Strange on the PS4. Uh, Miles. 88. Greg. 
Uh, oh, God. Uh, 91? No. Yeah, go for it. Yeah? Sticking? Okay. Okay, Ross? 87. Toby? I'm going to go lower. 85. I think I'm massively high. Yeah. yeah, Toby, you got that one. Well done. Wow. Wait, bang 85. On. Bang on. Bang on. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Um, next, we've got the first dying light on PS4. Greg? Uh, 75. Uh, Ross? Can we say the same? Because I think it's 75. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you can say the same. Okay. Toby? <laughs> Everyone's going to say the same now. <laughs> Everyone's like, we're all going to follow Greg's No, I'm going to go lower. 72. Ooh. All right, Miles? Uh, I'm going to go 79. Okay, and that goes to Greg and Ross again. They're both one point out. Fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too, like, nice to games. I need to be more brutal. Uh, uh, Question six is Bloodborne. 2006. uh, On the PS4. I don't know why I said 2016. That's the next one. Um, (laughs) So, Greg, I'll start with you. Bloodborne. 94. Miles? 93. Ross? 92. <laughs> and Toby. I'm gonna go 93 with Miles. Ross, you nailed that one. What well oh. the The only one I haven't one. played it. Then yeah, good. Nice. Right, Miles, you're not on the board again. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. To be doing fair, I've been one point away twice. So yeah, you have been. But that's not good enough because Greg's actually got one of those. <laughs> yes, noted. <laughs> uh, next one is uh, Doom 2016 on the PS4. Ooh. Uh. Miles. 84. Greg. 85, just to get one higher than Miles. Fuck <laughs> off, Greg. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> if you get Ross. this now, I'm just going to quit. Um, 90. Ooh, that's ambitious. Hobie. 88. Did very well. Miles, I'll take your resignation because Greg got it right on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> God, man. Come on. Uh, oh. Question seven is what remains of Edith Finch, PS4? Um, Ross, kick us off. 100. <laughs> Ross, this is the no bias. score, not your score. <laughs> it's, a, it, it, it's the perfect game, so 100. Okay. okay. Greg? 90. Miles? 85. And Toby. God damn it, Miles. 87. <laughs> this one goes to Toby. It was 88. Ooh. He's got his phone out. <laughs> <laughs> he went one down on purpose to not be suspicious. None of us have accused Greg of this at all yet. <laughs> <laughs> and Toby's got his phone out. Anyway, um, question nine. Wolfenstein New Order. PS4. Toby, kick us off with your phone. New Order, the... <laughs> First of the new ones. Yeah, it was the first. Yeah. Of the, the when we had the, the when we had the knife throwing competitions on. Okay, cool. I was just thinking it's not, not that one with the two girls because that would have no, terrible score. No, that one was um, shocking. The first one, uh, eighty-six. Eighty-six. Ross. Uh, what game is this? Uh, Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Wolfenstein: oh. New Order. To the two thousand fourteen. Oh yeah, um, eighty-eight. Uh, Miles. Eighty-three. Seventy-nine, because I know some people didn't like it. Well, well done, Greg. Yeah, actually, is yeah. How could it be seventy-nine? That game was so good. Yeah, for some reason, when uh, it did sound really well, but a lot of people were like, "No, it's it's just the same old Wolfenstein." Like, no, it's not. 
that game was class. Yeah. Craig, obviously, working for Metacritic as we speak, <laughs> is the impetor of data over here. Um, and the last one, final one, is God of War PS4. Of the most recent one. Yes, yeah, the 2018 one. Um, Toby, kick off. Ninety-four. Was that me or Ross? Sorry. Ross. Ninety-three. At Miles? 91. Greg? Oh, I don't know, 90 or 95? Uh, 95. Save <laughs> the whole going down in numbers kind of thing. <laughs> uh, Gr- uh, Toby, you got that one. Oh, nice. Finally. Fucking yeah. <laughs> oh, hell. So the scores are as follows. Miles, even without any Sonic questions, you still got zero. I'm very Zero. Badly. So it wasn't really a Sonic question. It was guessing numbers, and I'm shit at that, apparently. Oh, okay. Oh, I just minimise Greg's win. That's fine. <laughs> um, oh. Ross, you got three. Toby, you also got three. And Craig, you got six. six. Well done, nice. mate. Nice. Yeah, right. Well done, all. I'm going now. I'll see you guys in another four months. What is win? It's going to get his backpack off and then goodbye. Close the metric tab on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're very fast at typing. What? Well, um... I was going to say I could do a lot of things one handed, but that was just. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Unbelievable. Can you believe that it? Is... And that's the calmest quiz I think I've ever done. I just want to yeah. like pat myself on the back of that. Well done, Kevin. Very nice. Very nice. But yeah, well yeah. done, everybody. Well that was done. a good idea. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, maybe extend it to like maybe 20 or so next time, maybe. Like okay. retro games, old school ones, maybe. Okay, well, that's what I'll do next time. I'll do it. Well, maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. No, because do, we'll, do all re- we'll all do re- research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Streets of Rage, Sonic Hedgehog 1. <laughs> Sequels only. Final Fantasy 9. Right then. Um, let's get into some weeks. There's not a massive amount to get into this week, but we did find a few little things. Such as Rockstar Games confirming a small game called Grand Theft Auto 6. Now, we, of course, we knew this was coming. It's nice to get a little bit of confirmation that it is actually happening. Before that, we have another version of Grand Theft Auto 5 coming out, uh, which has now been confirmed for the 15th of March. I don't know, Kat's very, very excited about it. Yeah. Super excited! <laughs> Re-release of the thousandth yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five. Well, this is interesting because I wanted to ask you specifically about this because I know you don't give a flying fuck about Grand Theft Auto Five, but Grand Theft Auto Six. What what would Rockstar have to do in order to get you interested into a GTA Six? It's not that I'm not interested. I'll buy it, but I just don't want to see it like re-released fifty times. Right. Okay. I, I played it. I've played it through. I've played Grand Theft Auto Five probably about six times, all the way through. Um, maybe maybe less than that, maybe like five. But like over a period of time, where I've con- consistently restarted it. I've played it on a lot of consoles. I've had like a PS4, and then I got my own PS4 because it's my ex-boyfriend's. So he, he was just a pig, and I wanted my own game of own. And then I yeah, so I've played it a lot of times. It's just I'm so sick of seeing it now. Um, but I loved it when it was there. It's just like there's only so many times that you can see a fucking game be re-released. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like how a person who's played it five times through is a bit annoyed about it being too many times. <laughs> I think maybe I've played, that's, it, I've yeah. played it once through, Kat. <laughs> once. That was enough. <laughs> I can't tell you how many flipping times I've done that. It feels like I've done that first like bank, like building heist a million times. Um, I probably haven't played it to the end five times, but I've definitely at least got, kind of gone a solid way quite a few times. Oh um, man, if, if I'm absolutely going to get a review code for you for GTA <laughs> no, 5. No, no, it's Paul's. No, it's, 
<laughs> like like a court like oh sorry we told the devs you get this up so uh okay. um yeah no um but for me grand theft auto 6 i would love to see some um some stuff i'd love to see some old stuff come back in like the um like going into hospitals and police stations like just a little bit more immersion i'd like to see a, a bit of a focus on uh smaller crimes i love the heists and i really like what they did in gta 5 where you got to choose your own route and i think they do need to keep that in because that was really fun whether you kind of went stealthy or you went <clears throat> kind of all guns blazing and you could choose that that was super cool um but i'd like to see I'm always a sucker for the side quests and like just the random shit you do. Like in GTA 5 when you um when you take the drugs and you have to shoot all those aliens and then you have to pick up your son. And then when you have to play tennis and you have to do the jogging, like the strangers and freaks missions. Love that. Keep that shit in. Um, but I'd like to see kind of maybe a more more of a focus on just smaller crimes that are maybe a little bit more immersive. So like home invasions or like, I don't know, like like little little mini mart shoot up like, like shoot ups or like supermarket like hold ups or just just stuff like that which I think would be really cool just like a really big range of little crimes almost similar to I guess you know like when in Spider-Man you have like all those different types of of kind of crimes that you have to go to but instead doing the crimes instead of obviously like being Spider-Man at them um yeah um what else is that, that I'd like to say maybe like multiple ways to travel and I don't mean it in the way of like planes and like different types of cars but I'd like to see like if they were going to do it in London for example which has you know been like something that people have spoken about even though you know they have done it in London before but like actually like GTA 5 style London that we could probably do missions on the tube or go on the tube and actually be immersive and actually interact with NPCs on the tube that would be pretty cool even if they did that in America that'd be pretty sick to do it on the subway and actually kind of have I guess like chases or something in the subway um or just missions or height you know anything like that <clears throat> um that's kind of what I'd like to see in GTA 5 um GTA 6 I think Paul was kind of suggesting that and I it's interesting since he said it I've kind of thought actually they must have they must be kind of talking about I don't know um when it said like step into the future of us and I am intrigued to see, are they going to make this like a completely like post-technology, just psyched up world um, where just everything is, is technology, there's robots everywhere, there's killer robots, there's, you know, who knows with, with Rockstar, they could do anything and pull it off, I reckon. Um, but I am excited. I probably will be about 45 by the time it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, I guess that that's what I would like to see, and I I definitely buy it. It's just, God, how many? Like, what? It's eight years later, isn't it, from the release of GTA Five? Eight years. Uh, nine coming up now. Oh, no. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and it's coming out again on March fifteenth. Nine years. Like, you know, normally people just bring their game out twice, at best, at most. <laughs> yeah, well, GTA <laughs> Online has made that happen. Unfortunately, they've really, yeah, they've really like milked that one. Yeah. Oh but, um, my god! Yeah, there's nothing left to that cow. Poor thing. But yeah, that's me. Cool, lovely stuff. Um, Greg, how are you, Grand Fatoy? Um, is there an era that they've travelled to before that you'd like to see come back, or is it, do you want it to be a whole new area, a whole new place, whole new time? What do you think? Um, I mean, I I fell in love with like Vice City and all that, but I think it'd be I I wouldn't mind some sort of like retro future stuff. So modern, but with that 80s vibe to it. Not in a sort of Battle of the Gay Tony sense where they just kept it to like 
certain locations and dance floors and stuff. But um, I don't know. I mean, like Vice City's like like Vice City was a good era for it, but I don't know like how they could do it without just making a Vice City remake, which they're not doing. But I kind of want more of a stripped down Grand Theft Auto experience uh, because if you go to Future, you've got all like the the Watchdogs tenor of like the gadgets and drones and that kind of crap. But what really bores the absolute hell out of me with Grand Theft Auto is the whole like property management side of it, and there's, there's just too much to do sometimes that it doesn't get too overwhelming to play. I just can't be asked. And I, I've played GTA Five story through twice. Once when it came out on PS3, and then once when it came out on PS4. And that's pretty much it. Like I keep thinking I want to install it again just to play some single player, and I can't be bothered because it just becomes too much. I just think, nah, there's better games there. What well, I'd rather see him do like a Sleeping Dogs world kind of thing, but like like Kat said, um, Spider Man without the the saving people thing. Sleeping Dogs was a good balance of of game. You know, there was some side quest to it. It didn't get too overwhelming, and it was a good game. I would just like to see a more this is going to sound like paradoxical, but like a stripped down, but bigger Grand Theft Auto. I don't mean like a big Just Cause style, like open world thing where it's just like big world, nothing to do with it. You look at the San Andreas map, there's not really a lot of do. There's there's a load of areas in there you don't do anything in. And even on GTA Five, there's some areas that would be really cool. You, uh, they modeled them. There's nothing to do there. So I don't really know what I want in terms of new locale or what kind of city or era they could go to i just i don't know i just wish they just stop trying to cram everything possible in there there's there's so much i haven't done in gta 5 but i've done quite a lot in red dead for example so i know rockstar make good games rocks uh, red dead 2 for example there's there's so much to do in there that's not a hindrance if you don't do it you don't get pop-up reminders telling you that you've forgotten to do stuff but i don't know i don't know what i want from grand Theft Auto, but the current state of it is not what I want. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Grand Theft Auto Five is just... can be overwhelming for sure. Um, the you know, multiple the characters and stuff. Think, and I'm like, yeah. cool. I'm... Oh no, I mean that was good. Like single player, that was good fun. But all the extra stuff, like stocks and shares and that. Yes, I know if you know what you're doing, and it's great, and you can make billions and billions. And do what? Run businesses that you've got to keep going back to every ten minutes because someone's attacking them. Mm. Just, I don't know what I want, but. You know, maybe I'm getting serious fatigue. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, where can where can you really go? Because you can't go. Oh, do GTA London again? Because well, you've got Watchdogs for that. Yep. Yeah, like, that's true. Like you can't do GTA Asia because Sleeping Dogs is good. I mean, yes, there hasn't been a Sleeping Dogs game since 2012, 2013. But <sighs> wherever they go, they're going to be treading on someone's toes. But also, what can they do that doesn't remake their original stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it needs to be a whole new, a whole new area. Perhaps I, I won't be excited until something is announced, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. God knows when that'll be. I think it'll be a way off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. They got more money to make on GTA Online first. Exactly. Some people predicting the Game Awards this year. I think that's going to be too soon. But uh, well, we shall see. Rockstar tend to just throw them up, don't they? So they do. Yeah. Oh, here's a trailer. Of... Boof. Yeah, yeah. They'll tease it for a couple of days. There'll be a trailer. And uh, yeah, it'll say 2027. Great. I've, Look kind, of, I've kind of forgotten how Rockstar do anything. It's been nine years. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, Red well, Dead I remember, Redemption I mean, 2 did come out, I suppose. The biggest... That was like, three what, and a half years ago. 
one of the biggest tweets ever was simply Rockstar changing their profile picture from yellow to red for Red Dead 2. Oh, yeah. Like, the internet went absolutely batshit, and all they did was change their profile picture. And so that's all it needs to do again, really. And people will go crazy. Uh, Toby, where are you on GTA these days? What would you like to see in GTA 6? Um, so I was thinking about it. The, the I agree with quite a lot of what Greg's just said. Like, I, I really never got into all the business side of it. But one of the things I really liked doing in Vice City was actually like sort of owning half the city so i quite i want it to be like in single player that you can use your money for something tangible like you actually can use it to buy up all the property in the city i don't want what's on gta online where people then go and invade your shit you know i hate i hate games with invasion i play dark souls without anyone invading me like i just can't play it like that i don't want anyone invading my game anyway so yeah i'd love to do that I, i got to the point where i owned every single house there was in vice city i think um the, the ones that really um, stand out to me, though, are two, two things. One is um, story. So the stories have always been great, and I just want that to be their, their real focus. I don't want them to focus on, you know, batshit crazy toys and planes and, you know, all sorts of stupid shit that you get in, um, like, Saints Row style of the same sort of thing. I want less of that, more the gritty end, the Sopranos, the, the you know, the, the one with um, the GTA, GTA 4 with the Russian mafia and things, the, you know, go go back to basics, uh, which I think is what Greg was going for at well, as well at one point. Go back to the real gritty, like Grand Theft Auto style of the very first couple, like the top down ones, and actually have something that's like a proper, almost like the mafia, like Mafia 3 and, and, and those types of games. But and I, again, we're going to run afoul of things that have already been done um, by someone else. You know, GTA set so many, um, trends that have then been taken in other directions that, that anything that they try and do is kind of stepping on someone else's toes anyway. Um, but that's the style I'd really like to see. Um, and something with, yeah, with real grit to it, with real, you know, stakes and and something where the story is less stupid and more really interesting. You know, like the, when the things happen that you just, you're shocked, you know, when, when, when something happens in The Last of Us, you know, it's a bit more shocking than it is in GTA. There's, there's more narrative tension. I want that put back in. There was a lot of it in four, I think, and it and it lost it a lot in five. The um, although there, it has its moments, um, I quite like having three characters. I quite like there being multiple points of view, and I think what they really should do with this one is have the opportunity for a female lead. Um, so if you're going to have three characters again, which I don't see why they you know couldn't do that, have at least one of them be a girl. Just have one of them be yeah. you know a badass girl. Why not? <laughs> I have no. There's no real reason why it always has to be a bloke. Um, and the last one is I really want to see a return of San Andreas's ganglands, right? So in, um, I think I've mentioned this once before, in Assassin's Creed Syndicate, you could do this thing where you could take over every district of London. Obviously, that's old school London. But I love doing that kind of thing with the map, like when you can clear a map from left to right, take over every single district. It's the same thing as when I own every single property in Vice City. I just want to do that where you clear the map. I'm, I'm a obsessive when it comes to that kind of thing especially if you get completely obsessed with a game and there was just so much fun to be had in the san andreas where you would you know you walk into a new district and then the gangs would come out everyone try and kick your ass and then if you manage to kill them all you know you you turn that place to your color and and you know then next time you come around it's all your guys in their t-shirts all you know driving about and um and owning the place and i I just kind of want that back i want to have a mechanic like that again would be pretty sick if you could have like 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 
different gangs and like instead of just having thugs you would be like oh that's that gang and they use guns and then that was that gang and they're hard as fuck and then that was that gang and yeah like cover them that was like yeah. a risk type situation yeah. <laughs> risk the board game and grandma of the world yeah I, I i i'd like to see that. that that sounds pretty sick that's what i'm thinking more 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 yeah. You know, aim towards the single player fun times. The thing, the things that made the single player versions really fun, and I appreciate there'll be a GTA Six online, but it, it won't interest me. I can tell you that right now. I'll yeah. Put a few hours <laughs> in, and that'll be the end of it. But so that the single player one has to have, you know, all of the meat, please, um, mm. for for that one time I go through it. Man, I've tried with GTA Online so many times, I just can't do it. Yeah, I can't be bothered. Can't, can't I can't be bothered. I, I can't get into the complexity of it. I can't get into the fact that I'm just getting killed every five seconds. I can't get into the, you know, I've got to deal with all these strangers who want to do this, that, and the other. And then I just, I'm just like, turn it off. I can't be bothered. Yeah, yeah. It's a real shame because there's obviously an enormous amount to do, but the problem is the other people mainly. Mm. <laughs> people like, suck. <laughs> yeah, I could play it before, I suppose. We'd probably have a great time. But uh, yeah, it's, um, yeah it's, it's, it's not for me. The GTA 4 was... GTA 4 was quite intense, from what I remember, compared to, say, Vice City or 5. Yeah. But the story of Nico was really bleak, wasn't that's it? That's his name. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's what I want. Again, I want that more Sopranos bleakness. Mm. Yeah, I suppose one of the joys of 5 was that it was a light-hearted kind of crime caper, wasn't it? And uh, it was... Uh, the, the the comedy kind of balanced out the the violence, I suppose. But yeah, four was uh, four was dark. It would be nice to play do a dark story. I think they prove a Red Dead too that they can do a story that is pretty dark and still be hugely entertaining. So yeah, um, a kind of tread back down that would be quite interesting for sure. Uh, Miles, want to wrap this one up? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not really a lot to add other than what's already been said. Um, I'd like to see them do like a South American style or like. Uh, based city, I guess, theme city. Because I think they could do, like Toby was talking about, you, know, you could do the Sopranos or like the Scarface vibe, or you could even do like Narcos. You could like go back a little bit in history and do like the whole drug crime lord stuff going on. Um, and then you can build in some of those like faction elements and gang elements and building out like your empire and stuff. I think it would work quite well. And you could take it either way. You could have like the the fun, exciting kind of story and just kind of making light of it or you can go really dark and gritty and have it be ultra brutal and violent and everything else um i think rockstar always make great games so there's not really a lot that i think you can add to the formula without starting to pad it into there's too many things going on so i just want them to make like a nice complete wholesale package which i trust they will do you know i love both red dead games i love gta 4 and 5 I only played through five once. I couldn't be bothered to ever play through it again. Um, but I did jump into the online for a bit and I enjoyed it when it initially came out. But then I dipped out when it started to add far too much stuff and everything else. Um, yeah, I think like Toby, I'm more interested. I like the the narratives that they craft. And I think the three characters in five worked really well in terms of like weaving their stories together and keeping you invested um, and it really paid off quite nicely at the end. I quite liked the way it just tied everything up quite quite well um so yeah i don't i don't particularly have anything i'm looking out for i just hope that they don't go down the route of monetizing it to shit and focusing on the online but i don't think they will they're very good at building very good single player packages so yeah i'm i'm intrigued to see what they're going to come out with yeah i think we've i think i think we can be safe in the knowledge they're doing a massive single player for this one oh yeah um people have been crying out for a single player game in grand for years now um Given the fact that we got no DLC for five, 
Mm-hmm. So people are like, please give me a single player game. God, Rockstar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's ex- yeah, it's exciting times. Um, rather, what may not be so exciting, I've trawled through the news this week, and it's all about metaverses and NFTs, and it's all the stuff that, you know, is all kind of bullshit. Something else that may not be hugely exciting, but I thought might be quite interesting to talk about, is PlayStation to launch more than 10 live service games by 2026. Um, I'm going to read from IGN, uh, Mr. Ryan Dinsdale. PlayStation plans to release more than 10 live service games by March 2026, a feat that will be helped by its acquisition of Bungie. Speaking during Sony's latest earnings call, its CFO, Hiroki Totoki, says, Through close collaboration with Bungie and the PlayStation Studios, we aim to launch more than 10 live service games by the fiscal year ending March 31st, 2026. Live service games, of course, are games that are updated with new content over time, often making the majority of their money through in-game purchases rather than initial sales. Totoki pointed out that a huge jump in revenue from these kinds of games as part of the reason for Sony pursuing the model. From Canada year 2014 to Canada year 2021, the size of the global game content market doubled, driven by add-on content revenue from live game services, which grew at an average annual rate of 50% during this period. We expect this trend to continue going forward. I don't know if this is good news or bad news. I'm going to throw it out to you guys. If Sony were going to throw a live service into any of its IPs, which one wouldn't be as terrible as we might think it may be? Um, I'm going to start with Greg on this one because Greg loves live service games. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> you set me up to say, no, I don't. No, really? Shocking. Yeah, no, no way. I, I, I fucking hate live service games as a model. Yeah. So you're not a fan of this news then? No. <laughs> No, I'm not. So you don't, um, to, you don't want to go to the Tsushima live service game? No. No. <laughs> no I, oh, pay, pay £5 for horse armor for gin. Um, no, I, I, I read this one in the, the pre-podcast topics, and I was just like, what game would I be less angry about as a live service game? And yeah. you know what? Couldn't fucking think any of it of any because I hate it as a practice. That's like, really the questions. Like, what's what's the one that will make you the less angry? Exactly? Oh god, I don't know. This is it. I don't know because I'm just racking my brains, going like, what? Um, I still can't think of one. It just the whole practice makes my brain go nope. Yeah. It's okay. Um. 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 Uh, nope. <laughs> PlayStation, right. PlayStation Battle Royale All Stars. <laughs> oh yeah, imagine that'd be nice, wouldn't it? That would just be the Super Smash model with pay for characters. <laughs> yeah, you can get Nathan Drake, but Sully is five pounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, Miles, have you got a game? Um, I don't have a particular game. I think it'll be titles like I don't know if you guys have played it, but games like Helldivers or like Alienation, where yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, arcade, I reckon arcade games. Yeah, I think it'll be those kind of smaller scales titles. They'll have like decent teams on them. They'll be good quality, but there'll be ones where they'll release them, hope that they get an audience, and they'll support them through live service. Um, <clears throat> the one that sticks out is obviously now that they've got Bungie, they have the potential to bring some of the FPS franchises back like Resistance or it could be like Killzone which we spoke about last time and you know Bungie already have worked a lot with live service models so mm. rightly or wrongly they've got a lot of experience with it it's obviously not been particularly good experience much of the time but I think it makes sense that whatever Bungie is working on next will be a big part of that 
I don't see any of the big single player titles going into those live service brackets unless like for example with um the last of us obviously releasing the multiplayer package as a standalone game and i could see those becoming like you'll have an uncharted standalone multiplayer or like an, a last of us one and those will be the live service titles that they'll work from um other than that i think it will be mostly original ips because i think like greg said a lot of the games in sony in sony's portfolio don't fit themselves naturally to that way of delivering games and i don't think it would be particularly popular um they obviously have a good thing going with marvel so maybe they could bring back some of the old school like marvel like ultimate alliance i think it was or what was it legends, oh, love ultimate legends. Alliance. yeah it could be like those yes. kind of games yeah they could come back and then yeah they could i'd, I'd play it if it was live service but i just never buy any extra characters <laughs> just use the original characters <laughs> just use the base <laughs> ones that are shit yeah totally play the whole game on, on whatever you know the most rubbish ones were. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like the dire characters nobody wants to play as. Um, Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> like Gambit or something. Yeah, um, just some shit character that start with. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, carry on. No, that's all right. So yeah, I think it'll be either like smaller arcade type games um, or it'll be like the Marvel's old school ones or an FPS franchise with Destiny, and that, not Destiny, with Bungie and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, I just, I really do hope that they're not going to influence it into the single player titles, but I don't think they will. So yeah, I think they'll be quite separate. Mm, Killzone is a good joke. Um, yeah. I think I, I mean, we talked last week about why have Sony bought Bungie and now it seems... This is why. Yeah. Um, it's because they want to release games that can live for years and years. Yeah. And Killzone Resistance perhaps could be one as well. Um, I'm going to say this because I know Paul loves it, but Warhawk could come back. Oh, my God. Yeah. What was the other one? Uh, Some of that goodness. What was the other one called? G-Police. It's one of Russell's. Hey! <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of potential, isn't there? Um, yeah, there is. See what they come back with. Yeah, it's interesting that it's a 10. You know, it seems like there will be some spin-offs. I mean, The Last of Us Factions is interesting. Yeah, There's every chance that will live for as long as possible because it is a standalone game and Naughty Dog are putting a hell of a lot behind it, it would seem. I think in, that will be one of them. In mm. my absence, did anyone say Little Big Planet? That's no. Just, that's just occurred. You imagine that as a live service game. It would actually kind of make sense. Yeah. Little Big Planet Three was released free on PS Plus, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you, they could definitely keep expanding that out with like all the other IPs and everything. You think Dreams could be one? Oh, that'd be shitty, wouldn't it? Make make <laughs> hard for your brain desires, yeah. but you must buy more content. Yeah, for an extra twenty <laughs> quid, you can do whatever that idea is that we yeah. stopped you being able to do. <laughs> Freedom has no limits, but you know, creativity does. Yeah, but money does to so give us more. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Kat, um, would you like to play a Horizon uh, Horizon live service game? No. Um, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh, you sound like me. That's, that's how I realized that's how I sound. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> happened. We finally Be corrupted proud, Kat baby. into Grey's Love. I, um, I, um, I just, I just, like, <laughs> too wow, much time how, on the podcast. I realize how I sound now. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no I, no, I fucking wouldn't leave that shit alone. Um, but uh, I disagree with Miles. I think that that's exactly what they're going to do i think they're going i think they've maybe acquisitioned bungie to be able to do the big kind of uh first parties right so that they don't get shat on completely of like oh you ruined that single party game so we already know about the last of us we had that rumor about the horizon live stream one didn't we the um i was thinking of um, little big planet but i was also thinking they might do an astro bot 
live service thing to begin with. Um, I think it's going to start with the big single player ones, like you know, like we've already had Ghost of Tsushima and and things like that, and that's one that's actually done pretty well. And I know Miles, you've really enjoyed that, but that's like more the multiplayer stuff. But that's yeah. So I think they'll probably go known titles first and then I think Miles is right they'll probably bring back some OGs that people really love and then they'll start doing their own because of the I guess the respect or you know if that's what you want to call it but I do I don't recommend I do think they should leave it alone because then I think it does turn into like a Grand Theft Auto 5 type scenario where I've never played the online Grand Theft Auto 5 but um I think that it can overshadow like the brilliance of the game um, I wonder if they would do something like that with Wolverine um, or I reckon Somniac are definitely going to, I remember them saying that, was it last year they had um, job applications for a big Insomniac multiplayer, but then, you know, unreleased title kind of thing. Uh, so it sounds like Insomniac are going to get on it, um, which I think they would do it well, you know, with Insomniac and, and their kind of track record of all the games ever that they do. Um, they probably would pull it off if it was going to be kind of like a, a brand new IP, but we shall see. But I mm. think the 10 is going to include the big tiles like The Last of Us and Horizon. I would just, well, I think that there'd, it'd be a good opportunity, I think. Maybe like, I don't know how they would do Horizon, but I guess there is scope to do it. You know, a whole world of robot animals and, you know, you can be all fighting, I don't know. But no, I don't want to fucking play, <laughs> play turn, Horizon. Turn Horizon into a giant MMO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's. I guess it's not impossible. I guess it's not impossible. No. Um, Do you know what it, they? Sorry, sorry, can I just? No, tell you, yeah. you could definitely turn Horizons World into like a Monster Hunter type. Thing that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's like Monster Hunter World, but no. Oh, I don't give them ideas. As a standalone game, I actually think if they did it like Monster Hunter, but did it in Horizons World, I think that would be a fucking phenomenal game. That's what I think they'll properly. do, though. I think they'll just make loads of little standalone games under the same world, and it's going to be like like what series did. Like Fear of the Walking Dead is a completely different show, but it's under the world of the Walking Dead. It's going to be they're going to be different games, but it's just going to be like what's in the world of Horizon, but it's not Aloy. Like, okay. I'm curious to know how it's going to work in terms of the studios. It's like. Are they going to split Bungie up and send like two guys to Gorilla, two guys to Insomniac? And they it go, hi guys, like we're going to live sounds, service your games. We're, we're just going to go sit over here and just press some buttons for you. Don't worry about it. It's going to yes. be really interesting. I think Ghost of Tsushima Legends, that was the multiplayer, wasn't mm-hmm. the aspect of that mm-hmm. game. And for all intents and purposes, people that I know have played it, enjoyed it. And so it's, it's really good. Yeah, there's a chance that they could expand that, maybe. Of all the multiplayers going at the moment, that is the one I've played the most. Mike come packed in with Ghost of Tsushima. We did get stuck into, didn't we? Mm, we did. Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> um, so yeah, Ooh, it's it's a worrying time. Um, Toby, is there any out there that you wanna that you um, think only, Sony might touch? The only thing I was going to add was um, racing games. So I was thinking yeah, GT Seven, maybe GT Seven. Yeah, well, well, we've got GT Seven coming, but wh- where's the factions or legends version of GT? Right, that that's what I'm expecting next. They'll they'll announce the you know that version of it probably tacked on at the end or, or, or you know releasing very fairly soon afterwards that might be the first thing Bungie you know works on or something um because there's a lot of scope in racing games having live service I don't think that's a it's yeah. not even that contentious is it really Forza um, 5 is full of it yeah mm. exactly it, it's not it's kind of a model where it's more accepted than it is even in other places well, it's like um Dirt 5 I'm just playing that and that's just rammed full of oh do you want to buy this no yeah yeah and the and the recent Ubisoft ones like um Riders Republic and things are yeah 
full of that kind of stuff. Um, the that, that's where that's the first one. If I was going to choose one, I'd choose Wipeout. If they were going to, you know, I'd get a Wipeout out of it. But you know, I don't mind if you buy some extra ships or something. That's not going to kill me. Um, as long as you've got the basic eight classes, you know, right from the off, or, or you need could learn them like you did in the recent PS5 um, uh, collection. Um, and yeah, I was totally going to say the same as Miles, um, Last of Us Factions. I bet that's, they're, they're probably having some issues with it or something. And that's one of the other first things that Bungie will get involved with um, to, to release. I don't really have any further ideas that haven't already been said. Um, and I think Little Big Planet is a great shout. That would fit the model, but maybe... Um, I'd prefer it to be completely new IPs, things like, you know, Battle Royale, like like a Sony Battle Royale and a, you know, their, their own owned MMO, you know, a new, not Halo, not Destiny, but whatever Bungie makes next. You know, I, I imagine they'd split Bungie up into like, this is a team that makes their own game. And then this is another team that goes and helps all the other teams. And the worst thing anyone said is um, whoever said that they'd make alienation into one of these, because that could mean that Housemark don't make really great games. They just make some shit that then um, Bungie has to go and make into a live service game. I want Housemark to carry on making something amazing, like another Returnal or whatever brilliant idea they come up with next. Yeah, that's quite scary, isn't it? Scary I don't want Housemark do working on some shitty live service thing. Yeah, I mean, there's so many have come and gone, you know, like I'm thinking like Generation Zero and all these ones that were just, were never good, but were kind of chasing that live service goal. Yeah. And chasing that money and just didn't, didn't return anything. So, you know, Sony IPs, obviously they're much bigger brands. So you may see that, but I think, I think they'll get away with it so long as they're separate from the single player games and they're not, you know, joined in. They're completely different entities in the same way that The Last of Us Factions is going to be. I think they'll probably get away with it if that's the case, but we shall see. Uh, very quickly, congratulations to the Nintendo Switch, which is officially the best-selling Nintendo home console of all time, which, when you think about it, is pretty crazy. What the it like, says? Yep. What? It's now um, eclipsed the Wii. The Switch has sold 103.54 million units, as opposed to Wii's 101.63 million which is just absolutely bonkers. So congrats to the Wii, to the Switch even, not the Wii. Uh, congrats to the Switch. Um, apparently it's only halfway through its life cycle, so looks like it's going to be sticking around for a very long time. Um, in terms of all the consoles, it's just behind the PS4, so it looks like it's going to take over the PS4 at some point this year. So uh, we shall see. Well done, Switch. Uh, finally, I wanted to discuss this little indie studio that's just been announced. Um, very exciting news. Um, a group of designers whose credits include Journey, What Remains of Edith Finch, and Sky Children of the Light have formed a new studio called Gardens. Functioning as a fully remote studio, but based primarily in Portland and in LA, Gardens was co-founded by President and Creative Director Chris Bell, Technical Director Lexi Dostal, and Narrative Director Stephen Bell. Its goal is to create online games that foster meaningful multiplayer interactions and encourage players to be considerate of each other and the world around them. Likewise, the studio aims to offer a healthy experience for its employees, promising to put transparency, health, and an inclusive work environment first with equitable pay, mentorship, and a continued commitment to, to diversify voices within. So there's a lot of people here that have done some lot of very cool indie games working together to create some sweet online indie games. So that's pretty cool. Um, Miles, have you played Journey? Edith Finch, is there anything? Would you like to see something in that mold from this new studio? 
Yeah, I think they make quite nice games. Um, they're relatively short, but they're quite narratively focused. They're more kind of, I guess Journey was a bit more like spectacle-like, where it was all about like the world and just kind of taking in all the sights and absorbing it. Um, and I quite like the co-op element to Journey because you couldn't directly communicate. You could only jump around and press circle to make like a little bubble noise come out of you. Yeah. Um, but you built like a weird sense of camaraderie with someone a bit like how like in Death Stranding you could build structures and leave like whatever for other people, but you never directly spoke to them. Um, and I think Death Stranding has made it a bit more like universally accepted that that's the type of game you can make now. Um, but Journey was really good. Um, I obviously did really like Edith Finch, not quite as much as you did, but I did very much like it. So they've got the narrative chops, they know how to build like a, an enticing, like interesting world. Um, so yeah, I think there's plenty of space and, you know, that kind of talent. I'm just looking forward to what they're going to come up with because they're obviously super creative and they've got a lot in there that I think they'll build a really nice game just to play an experience. And it's not going to be particularly challenging or difficult or <clears throat> necessarily gameplay heavy, but it's going to be just a nice romp to, you know, spend an afternoon or a day or whatever they make. So yeah, I think it's a really good thing. It's nice to see another indie studio coming out and building what they want to build. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Tobes, I know you're not massive on online games, but would you like to make online games that foster meaningful multiplayer interactions and encourage players to be considerate of each other and the world around them? I mean, that is what I want. <laughs> day in, day out from life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it sounds like a nice idea, doesn't it? I mean, the more wholesome game style um, that, uh, that that generally me and, me and Sean like our indies to be a little bit like that a lot of the time. So it's um it is encouraging i think journey as as something that you know that there's talent coming from that same place um is encouraging there's uh, you know, there's some really nice stuff in that game um that they could convert into lots of different things that that definitely have a you know when we're just talking now about how we can't see what how bungie would do like a live service thing with lots of these different ips you know there are talent within that group who clearly can envisage really interesting ways to do you know multiplayer and online and whatever maybe someone is very very much cleverer at thinking of live service stuff that doesn't want to make me kill myself you know they just have really nice wholesome <laughs> things you know like like animal crossing is a much more wholesome online experience you know like it's, it's that kind of thing that's yeah. um that we should encourage more of so yes um we will see what they bring out what what they uh what they announce in the coming you know year or two hopefully yeah yeah it's very exciting um greg you see yourself playing uh sweet online games with toby what Toby specifically? Yeah, he's oh, yeah. Right, right? yeah. You he's guys work. Right. You guys can work together through these Edith Finch type narrative yeah, games online together. Edith, Edith Finch made me cry. I won't be doing that on like cult or someone. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Carry on. Crying through the headphones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That bathtub okay. bit really fucking got me in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Not because yeah. the kids called Gregory, just because of the context of the scene. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I bet it's super fucked up in it. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of a cry. Um, I also cried in the Spider Man as well, so yeah, we, I got really, I got really also dead, also dead. Can't yeah. confirm, the, yeah, oh, oh, emotional times. Mm. <laughs> um, I also cried at Terminator 2 when I was a kid, so oh my god, can you stop? I like the same person <laughs> every time. It's the thumbs up at the end that always killed me, yeah. Warrior made me cry, the Tom Hardy film. Um, if anyone's seen that, yeah. Yep, that made me cry when his dad relapses and he's drinking. Oh, it's just like, oh, this is sad. Um, anyway, back to live service games that will, uh, not live service games, multiplayer games from the studios behind Journey and Edith Finch. Um, see what they come out with, really. 
Yeah. I can't say yes. Uh, I don't know what they could come out with. If they come out with something that's really whimsical but has child death in it, then uh, no. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. Um, Kat, do you want to finish us off? This does this sound enticing to you? Yeah, it does. Um, I really like Journey. Um, I liked What Remains of Edith Finch. It sounds like as well that there are a group of people who are going to kind of take the experience of what games that they've kind of helped develop and kind of put it all together like the best bits. They're currently working on a 3D fantasy adventure inspired by their favourite memories of online gaming. So that sounds cool. Oh, no, it's going to be just teabagging, isn't it, in Halo? <laughs> it's just going to be going through various game archives. <laughs> Maybe, who knows? Uh, but it, it seems really nice. It seems like a really nice um, little indie, like just... I mean, they seem great to work for. I might quit my job and ask if I can go work there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's no games there that I think that was a shit game or I hated the way that that was done. And it looks like they're going to really focus on the world. So like somebody said, me too, me. Um, it doesn't really, it might not have a lot of like playability, but it's it's going to be a good looking game. And it's going to be a very sweet game, like Animal Crossing or, you know, stuff like that. So and I love games like that. Um, yeah, we'll see. Cool. Yes, we shall look forward to see what gardens uh, gardens create in the future. Um, I'm sure Sean himself is very excited. You know, he loves his indies. All right, then, let's get to our recommendations. This is where we find something throughout the week that we thought we'd share with you, our lovely loyal listeners, whether it be a game, a TV show, a movie, a funky pop, or a guitar. Who knows? Last week we had a dessert, so it could be absolutely anything. Um, Miles, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I uh, through a friend, there was a... I think it's called Death Charge at Merch, and they did a bunch of Metal Gear Solid 2 inspired stuff, and it was absolutely amazing. So I got a couple of tops and a pair of like tracky bottoms, and it's all Metal Gear Solid 2 inspired. It's great. I love it. Um, so if you come across them, I think they're on Instagram, and I think you can Google them and you'll probably find them, but it was a little bit difficult. Um, but their stuff is really good, and apparently they're working on some Metal Gear Solid 3 stuff. So for Metal Gear is a jam, check them out. And uh, I started Chernobylite, which is also very good. You should play it. Um, but I'm only about uh, an hour and a half, two hours in, so I will come back to that one as to whether it stays good or not. But yeah, so a couple of things. Nice. Uh, Kat, your recommendation for the week? My recommendation, I haven't, you know what, I've been doing a lot of podcasts in the last couple of weeks and I don't want to do any more podcasts. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... Is that listening to them, not actually doing podcasts? Yeah, no, no, listening to them. Okay, good. Yeah, good. not good. doing them. I would never cheat on you, Ross. Um, <laughs> oh my God, uh, thank you. I'm... I think I know what your recommendation is going to be, Ross, and therefore I'm not going to... Do I know what your recommendation is going to be? I don't think you do, no. Okay, well, then I'm going to do mine because if, if I don't... So I want to recommend the Chicken Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I, day one, I'm trying to be like on a little bit of health kick, and then literally day one of the Chicken Big Mac and the Mozzarella Six coming back, I was like, no, let's do this. Oh, shit. and they threw the double Big Mac in there as well. Yeah, do you know what? No, I found a double Big Mac. Big Mac has been my order for years and years and years. And sometimes I'll deviate and then I'll always be like, that was shit. Let's go back to Big Mac. Um, you know, like when you just crave, like my in my head, McDonald's to me is a Big Mac, large chips and mozzie sticks, mm-hmm. some chicken nuggets, you know, all that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, chicken Big Mac. I was like, what a great idea. And do you know what? I felt like I, I did really, really like it but it is a bit strange and I don't know if that's just due to the fact that the beef one is very normal to me um but it was really good it is worth a try I think um I think a lot of people have 
subbed it out anyway it looked like from the campaigns that it's something that people did a lot they would they would kind of swap out the beef for the chicken is it um, just a chicken legend with big mac sauce no because it's not the chicken legend one it's the um it's the mcchicken sandwich chicken okay. not the legend chicken it sounds like yeah. it was like the easiest swap out that they it literally did in the is so it's anyway. literally yeah. essentially a mcchicken sandwich with big mac sauce in the patties yeah, are a it. bit too small for the big mac bun yeah, I found. Yeah, so they kind of true. slip out of my hand. Yeah, they that do. Yeah, you've got like real slippy out, you know, bubbles. <laughs> Careful. Know where I was going <laughs> <laughs> to go. Got really that. slippy out troubles there. Oh. Anyway, yes. uh, so the the McChicken, but it was two pound more. I was like, what? So hopefully they they bring that down in price. Um, but uh, yeah, it was good. It was yummy. I will probably occasionally have it. Um, and I love that the mozzarella sticks back because the camembert ones were vomit-inducing. So that's my recommendation this week. Cool. I gave the chicken bit back a uh, official finger gun seven out of ten. I know. I saw that's why I wanted a different recommendation. So yeah. see that. But um, it was good. It was very tasty. But yeah, the slipperiness is 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 an issue. It, is it a, really it is. is an issue. It is an issue. <laughs> an issue I don't want frequently. You know what no, I mean? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Nobody wants slipperiness all the time. You know. <laughs> Not all the time. Not Every now and the then. Time, Not all the time. Ross. Yeah. Uh, so that's Chicken Big Mac available now at McDonald's. Um, other restaurants are available. Uh, Toby, your recommendation for the week? Uh, my recommendation, I'm sure everyone's already watching it, but I want to say um, don't sleep on or and to stop hating on the book of Boba Fett. That was my recommendation. <laughs> so I, everyone everything i read about this is just like well it's not mandalorian it's not as good as mandalorian he's not doing this kind of stuff he's not doing that i'm like dude just you know let it happen let the narrative play out the thing got better and better and better it was it's it's a story of you know what boba fett was doing before we met mandalorian in in um the recent series and then a bit afterwards and there's lots and lots of build-up stuff. And I think some of that build-up stuff has been incredibly interesting, like going into all of the sand people of um, Tatooine and finding out how their tribes actually worked and all this cultural stuff about Tatooine. It's been incredibly interesting. And then actually, I think where they've then gone, oh, I don't know if we've got enough stuff actually for a <laughs> whole series of Boba Fett, then they suddenly stuck this two episodes of the mandalorian in the yep. middle <laughs> and you're like oh this is great i mean the mandalorian's back but i didn't i mean i'm i'm in i'm in the Bo- boba fett bit now I, I'm, in that, it, I'm into that story they've made it absolutely essential watching for the mando series yeah three. you, so you have to now. watch these episodes exactly it, you it, anything you're watching on disney plus with star wars in it from now on i reckon is going to have these little bits for other series just like in marvel ones you know a lot of the time you still need to keep up with the marvel ones in order to understand the next marvel thing so they're obviously doing the same thing but um yeah i i don't understand the hate i don't at all i think it's a really good series i think it's just as good as the mandalorian it's just taking a different turn it's not about building a little empire on tattooing it's just not about bounty hunting you know it's less of a western it's more of a i don't know something different but why why is that necessarily bad anyway yeah Uh, people's got to stop hating on it i disagree but i'll get into it in a minute (laughs) okay uh gregory gregaton bomb your recommendation sir yes i'm still here i'm still awake hey man Uh, i started watching the legend of vox machina on uh amazon oh this is this is the dnd thing yeah critical role made yeah yeah um it's it's a standard story of a ragtag bunch of assholes that end up uh you know, being hired by the kingdom to save the kingdom and that kind of shit. 
but it's it's modern so uh, it's not it's fantasy but it's like modern dialogue and he'll swear it's quite funny because the intro is just like it's matthew mercer doing the voiceover and it's like there was once a banner a, a troop of brave heroes and we all stood there and they were doing their fighting stance thing and actually one of them is crushed by a boulder and then one gets his head cut off and they're like fuck and then yeah they just get wiped out and it's like oh uh we need someone else to take on this dragon but yeah just the first five minutes of just like this heroic troop getting absolutely mauled and it cuts to the kingdom of just like the royal the royal where well, he's not the king but the royal advisor you're just going fuck <laughs> and i was like yeah this is quite funny actually it's it's just a um like an r-rated like the last airbender kind of thing it's that that kind of animation but uh yeah it's it's quite funny i'm only two episodes in in, in the wave of things that are coming in the wake of like Invincible and the boys and all that kind of stuff, like comic book to to TV, be it like live action or animated, it's now like fantasy with a modern dialogue and sweary attitude to it and ultra violence. Yeah, it's good. Ooh. And it stars David Tennant, so immediately what, worth watching. Box Machina? I believe so, yeah. I believe he's, I... He's, he voices one of the characters. Was he? Oh, I haven't heard him, but I can think of yet. Hmm. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure I read that somewhere. The the better Troy Baker's in it, old Matthew Mercer. Hey, he's not David Tennant's in it. I'll avoid it. I think. How dare you? How dare you, sir? (laughs) The Matthew hero. Um, cool. Yes, that's on Amazon Prime. Is it? It is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Yeah, we'll go check it out. Yes, my recommendation was going to be the Book of Boba Fett, but the Book of Boba Fett from episode five onwards. Because that's all you really need to watch to have an entertaining show. Episodes one to four are possibly some of the worst Star Wars I've ever seen. And I count episode four in that most egregiously. Um, possibly episode three, which was the one that had like... No, 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 no. The S Club 7-esque <laughs> teenagers on on like hoverboards. No, you're doing, you're doing the thing I'm telling everyone not to do. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. Episode five onwards no. is brilliant television. And episode six in itself is like probably the best Star Wars we've had for years. But yeah, you don't need to watch it all. Don't listen to that. Title. Watch for it from episode five, because that's where it's really entertaining. Boba Fett is not an interesting character. They obviously said, well, we haven't, we can't get a whole series out of this guy. So we'll <laughs> give episode five to the Mandalorian and we'll give episode six to the Mandalorian. <laughs> Just carry on. You know, I, I he, do think there's some of that has happened in the uh, in you know talking behind the scenes. They they've gone, yeah, we've not got quite enough for this. Why don't we just put in some Mandalor- some Mandalorian? He's not in but, episode five, and he's in episode six, but they don't give him any dialogue. I really <laughs> what? enjoyed. What? So I, I was arguing with someone about this before, and I I just they they hating on all these episodes you're hating on. It's not like you argue like, with someone. The 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 intricacy of like if, if you're really into your star wars knowing what the sand people are like is something we've never really known we've, we've known that they had some tents at one point because anakin ran in and killed them all like it's you never know anything about this these people and this is like great tv watching their whole tribe and it was like it's just really slow and interesting i thought i, I was engrossed absolutely engrossed in episode two especially wow wow <laughs> All I'm saying is, if you're a fan of Mandalorian and you're looking forward to the Mando series three, you've got to watch these episodes. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, episode Agreed. five and six—they're both fantastic, and they're a completely essential viewing for the next series of Mando. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I was recommending. And the last episode is this week, so you know, 
if it's going to be full of all these people that we've seen in five and six, then it's going to be a fun time for sure. And um, yeah, there's some deep cuts in episode six. So if you're a fan of Star Wars, it's uh, you're probably already watching it, but it's uh, yeah, it's pretty damn good. Um, right then, let's get into out this week and out this week. Oli Oli World is coming out on Switch, PC, Xbox, PS4, PS5, all the gubbins. Um, again, we can uh, you can read Greg's review of that right now on fingerguns.net. Spoiler, he liked it a lot. Also on episode on episode February the 8th is Sifu coming to PS5, PC. It's had some interesting reviews uh, today. I'd recommend going to Metacritic just to have a look around. Um, looking pretty positive thus far, but some people do have some issues with it, but it could just be because they're rubbish at the game. You can't really tell. Um, Backbone is coming to Nintendo Switch, which I believe is an Anthro game, isn't it? About it's an Anthro detect- detective game. Yeah. yeah. Did you play it? Uh, I played the first chapter, but then I couldn't play it because my PC was crap. Oh, well, it's out on Switch now, so you play it there. Yeah. Result. Actually, I need to play it on Xbox on Game Pass as well. Oh, fantastic. Well, there you go. Brilliant. Um, February 10th, um, the highly anticipated Crossfire X is coming to Xbox One and Xbox Series S and X. Um, this is a multiplayer shooter. I think it has a campaign as well, which has been out in Japan forever and done massive numbers. It's finally coming to the West thanks to Xbox. So, yeah, if you want into your shooters, then, uh, yeah, I'd check it out because it's looking pretty damn cool. And, of course, it will be day one on Game Pass as well. Um, Odd World Strangers Wrath HD is coming to Xbox One and PS4 on February the 11th, and so is Unbound Worlds Apart, which is a very, very cool game. I highly recommend that one as well. And so, yeah, that it's looking pretty good this week. Next week, of course, is super exciting, but we'll get to that when we get to it. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. Don't forget, if you want to follow us, you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at F-N-G-R-G-N-S to follow the website. And if you want to follow us all individually, you can do that too. All our links are in the description below. And if you really like what we do, why not follow our Patreon? For $1 a month, that's about 73 pence. You can keep this podcast live on its various podcast hosting services and keep the website nice and shiny. But that's it from us. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. We'll be back next week with more gaming shenanigans. But until then, it is goodbye from Dying Miles 2. Oh, well. It is goodbye from Gregden Ring. See you in six months. <laughs> Thank you for your cameo appearance here, Greg. I really appreciate it, man. It is goodbye from Toby is Strange. Uh, Sinar. And it's goodbye from the dead tree of cats. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I have been the Kenestonian. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Finger Gun Podcast.